What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Psycho's Better Asylum. Um, your host, Psycho, and my buddy, Buck Chucks, because... Uh, Chuck Bucks. <laughs> or Chuck Bucks. <laughs> it's okay if I can shit up, too. <laughs> I deserve it. Uh, freaking, as you know, freaking, once again, Dick Power has left California for supposed opportunities elsewhere. Yeah. And uh, he's cleaning oil rigs. <laughs> yeah, what a life. He's an oil cleaner. <laughs> and how long is that going to last when winter hits? Yeah, not very long. But. And then, of course, DK Murphy, who usually he's not, I mean, he's on here occasionally, but. He's gay. <laughs> gay, apparently has AIDS. Mm-hmm. Everything caught up to him. So, uh, so last night, um, Mudvayne was performing at the Five Point Amphitheater, and I knew I, I found out about this last week, and I've been in love. With, I, I'm, I'm a huge Mudvayne fan since LD50, and I've been wanting to see them. I never got a chance to see them when they were when they first came out, and then they t- went on hiatus. Chad Gray went and formed a band with the late great Pantera drummer, Mr. Vinnie Paul, called uh, Hell Yeah. And they had, I'm not sure, I, I know they had more than one, but the first album they had some really good songs. And um, he did that for for a long while. And the rest of Mudvayne was doing, you know, other projects and whatnot. And just recently, they were, you know, they got back together. And once I heard that, I was like, oh, hell yes. Like, I have to go see Mudvayne. When Mudvayne first came out, the their biggest song, Dig, that's what that's the song that got a lot of people into them. When I first heard it, eh, I was like, okay, this is, this is you know, it, it was interesting to me. It didn't grab me. The song that grabbed me is Death Blooms. I love Death Blooms. It is just that that's the song that got me into them. It's my all time favorite song. The whole song is great. The intro, everything is awesome. LD fifty. Once I got into Death Blooms, I went back. LD fifty, great fucking album that they put out. So when I knew or when I found out about this last week, I originally I was gonna go with my brother and I was looking at ticket prices. I was like, you know, let's, you know, do nosebleed. You know, it's, you know, 70 bucks. You know, we could do nosebleed. You know, it's, it's mud vein. And one of my other brothers who lives up in San Francisco, who's also a huge mud vein fan. Unfortunately, he got into mud vein on after LD50 when they came out with Happy, when they were done wearing the makeup and they were just looking normal and everything like that. That's when he got into mud vein. And there's nothing wrong with that. All. Lost and Found is another great album of theirs. Um, but, uh, I was talking to him about it because he was supposed to be downtown this week and he came up with the idea. He's like, Hey, you know, what if you got Trey, my brother, what if you got Trey, a, um, general admissions, um, ticket for the pit. It's a hundred bucks and I'll cover you and me for the pit and we can all go together on Thursday. And I was like, hey, you know, that'd be, you know, I, I, that, that would be, you know, kind of cool. And all three of us go see this, go see Mudvayne. 
and everything like that. So I told him, I was like, well, let me talk to the train and everything, you know, let you know tomorrow and everything. This was uh, this past Saturday when, when we were talking about it. And then Sunday came and I talked to my brother. My brother was down for it. I was like, all right, cool. <coughs> so I hit up my brother, Jeff. I told him, I was like, hey, talk to Trey. He's down for it. How was everything on your end? Didn't hear anything from him. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of getting, kind of getting a little impatient. So then Monday comes around, still really hadn't heard anything from him. And I was kind of growing impatient because I needed to know what was going on and before I went and bought tickets. Where were we going to do nosebleeds still? Where were we going to do the pit? Like, what the hell was going on? So Monday, you know, I want to say probably early morning, I think I was on my lunch at work, um, he finally, my, my brother Jeff finally told me, he was like, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it because I'm not going to, I don't have enough, or um, how do you put it, I think he said like, I'm not going to be able to afford to stay an extra day. So once I got the answer from that, I was like, all right, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to go. So I went and bought two tickets for the pit. They were not cheap. Damn you, Ticketmaster. With all your damn surcharges and everything else, you got to freaking make people break the bank for freaking concerts, you bastards. Anyways, so went and bought two tickets. And then... uh my brother was all you know looking forward to it and everything i was at work yesterday and on my lunch he hit me up and he's like hey want to give you a heads up but i'm not a i didn't go into work today i i woke up i wasn't feeling well i feel sick um so yeah i'm just you know i'm not feeling well and i was like so you're saying you don't want to go tonight and he was like well i don't know like I'm just being lazy and just been in and out of it all day, so I'm not really sure. I'm like, dude, like, if you're feeling sick, like, don't go, you know? And he's like, yeah, it's probably the best idea. I was like, yeah, this is the best idea. Like, you know, I'll find someone else. It's cool. Just don't go. So I kept, I started, and I knew it was going to be really, really hard to find anybody because day of the show, last minute, I know most people either got plans or they get off work late or whatever. So I was asking around. I even got, you know, some hints, you know, later on, like, hey, why don't you ask DK? And uh, finally, a buddy of mine that I've known for a really, really long time, and ironically enough, it just happened to be the right timing. Um, I hit him up, and he was like, actually, yeah, I'm not doing anything tonight. I'd love to go see Motivate. I've seen him, you know, once before, but I'd love to go. I was like, all right. He's like, I don't have money for your ticket. But I'll buy you drinks. I was like, hey, that's fine with me, too. So by the time DK got around to asking me, <laughs> I already had someone that was going to go to the show with me. And the one cool thing about it was I didn't have to pick him up or anything. He was already out in Riverside. We just met up at the five-point venue. It's probably worked out better. DK stinks. Well, that and the fact of, like, okay. I, I, I could just drive home. I didn't have to drop anybody off. I could drive straight home, go to sleep, and everything else. Nothing against DK, even though he does smell. 
He does not take a shower regularly. He does not take a shower regularly. <laughs> he's gay. He probably would want to suck you yeah, off. Yeah, no. Probably, hey, I don't have any money for this ticket, but I could suck your dick. No. And then no. No, so, yeah, can't. Um, the lineup was uh, Butcher Babies, Nonpoint, Guar, Cole Chamber, and then Mudvayne. So when I got to the amphitheater yesterday, it was my first time going to Five Point Amphitheater, by the way. Very, very nice venue. Yeah, really, really venue. nice. And the one thing, the other thing I love about it is free parking. Like, my God, I was thinking I was going to spend like 20, 25 bucks on parking like some places in L.A. for like the wheel turn. Or, it's kind of tricky because you go there like they're... There's there's crossing guards and shit or whatever directing you in the area. Mm-hmm. You're like, huh? Who do I pay? And they're like, oh no, no, no somebody. <laughs> oh, thank God. And it's right over there by the freaking water park. And it's beautiful too. Irvine's oh, yeah. a great fucking it's, city. It's, it, it it is honestly like just just amazing. So I told my buddy, you know, okay, I'm here. You know, I'll wait for you and everything like that. So I went over by like the main entrance area, and my buddy Zach. I've known him for a really, really long time. And just like with anybody that, that, that stands next to me, a lot of people are like short, but he's like legitimately short. Whether whether he was standing back, you know, side by side by, by Bucks or anybody, like he, he he's short. Really cool dude. But he found me because, you know, I stand out like a freaking sore thumb. But, uh, yeah, so we went in. And uh, when I got there, um, non-point was playing the only non-point song that i've ever heard from them i uh was uh name with a bullet really really great song um but i never was a really huge fan except for that one never i don't remember hearing butcher babies um guar was 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 was, uh iffy um but you know i'll get there um so yeah we walked in you know, showed them, you know, scanning tickets and, you know, of course, me wearing all my freaking metal, my boots, my vest, my belt, all that shit. You know, we had to go through security and, or at least I did. Um, And I had to explain to him, like, you know, I have my vest, it's got spikes on it. I got my boots, they got metal, I got a belt, like, you know. So they they understood. You know, they only checked me once. Thank God I didn't have to take anything off. I hate when that when I've had to do that before. Um, and uh, so we went in and uh, went over to. No, the first the first thing we did when we when we got in the first thing we did was we went and got a drink. I got a Modelo. Ja- uh, Zach got a, a Jack and Coke. And uh, went over to the pit area, which was the lawn area. Very nice, and, and it's a nice, good sized lawn too. It's a nice. Nice size pit, um, or as they call it, it's a pit. But I mean, it's it, it's a very very nice nice arena, especially on the inside. Even the seats were, you know, I can tell by the seats. Like nosebleed didn't look that bad. Like you know, if you're at the forum, you're freaking all the way at the ceiling. You know, been there a few times. We almost have to use binoculars to freaking see who's playing and whatnot. Not that bad of a venue, I will give it. They 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 did a really good job designing it. Making it probably one of the best venues I've been to, especially outdoor. Um, so yeah, right as we got in there, uh, Guar went on stage. Now, I've heard of Guar. I used to watch a lot of Beavis and Butthead back in the day. Um, but <laughs> I never paid attention to any of their music, um, especially 
again, which I talked about on the very first uh, episode, the the house that I grew up in was very Christian, um, and Guaro was in the was from the eighties. Um, so I I want to say probably about mid nineties or so when I started watching music butthead. That's when I started learning about Guar, but I, again, I didn't really pay, you know, I didn't give any really attention to, like, look into who they were or, you know, check out any of their songs or anything, because living with my mom and everything like that, you know, we still had the the Christian household of, like, you know, certain songs we could listen to and whatnot. So I never really paid attention to Guar. Um Seeing them on stage, I will say it is an experience. Experience. I mean, these guys—they're—they're they're wearing, they're wearing stuff that, fuck, man, it, 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 it's almost as worse as Slipknot because they're wearing fucking big ass helmets and 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 whatnot and just all this gear and of course, freaking every single member is wearing pretty much a g-string. You can see the back of their ass, which is, hmm. yeah, it's not what I really want to see. You know, I don't want to see the back of a dude's ass. Sorry. Girl's ass? Yes. Guy's ass? No. But, um, you know, they they do, you know, they fucking have, um, like, fake blood because they have, like, one of the, uh, they had a guy that was interacting with them and they had cut off his limbs and then he turned around and squirted the audience with the fake blood, which is pretty much, you know, red food coloring. And then they had like an alien that shot out blue blood and all that stuff. And me and Zach, we're just like, we're kind of like near like the the back back of like the pit area. We're just standing there. We're watching it. We're enjoying it. I mean, honestly, I will say this. Musically, these guys are talented for all the gear they have and everything. They are very, very talented fucking for, for especially the guitar players. My God, dude. They're, they're, they're just amazing. The drummer, you know, musically, musically, again. Hands down, musically, they're fucking great. I love them, musically. Um, would I see them again? I don't know. It's kind of kind of iffy. Um, sorry, I'm uh, drinking a margarita that Chuck Bucks made. Um, but uh, but I mean, definitely musically, very very great band. Um. But thankfully, Zach and I stayed away from getting hit with the stage blood. That was everybody up in the front. I saw people later on, freaking their shirts were stained. Like, they had white shirts and their shirts were pink. Because they were getting hit with all that fake stage blood. Oh, man. We almost had, me and Zach almost had a couple worries where we thought we were going to get hit. Because they were shooting it pretty far. So, had a good time seeing Guar for the first, for the actual first, first time. Then next came Cold Chamber. When Cold Chamber was out, again, uh, they were, I want to say they came out around uh, at least the 2000s. Um, the, I never really got, <coughs> I never got into Cold Chamber. I heard a lot of their music. My stepdad would play some of their stuff and they're stuck about played on the local radio station out here uh, that we have that no longer exists. It was, uh, at the time, it was called X103.9. It was the uh, extreme 
uh, radio station. They would play a lot of a lot of metal. Um, so they did play a lot of cold chamber stuff. But again, I just I never got into, um, never got into to the cold chamber. Um, and uh, but they uh, like they were. You know, from what I saw and everything, they were, you know, these, you know, again, musically great, you know, um, trying to see, uh, when they formed, ah, so they formed in 1992 and they are from out here in the LA area. So yeah, about early nineties to late nineties, two thousands. But again, I never really got into them. Um, but seeing them, again, but seeing that band for the first time again, musically fucking great. They were awesome. And then of course the band that I was there to see the headliner fucking Mudvayne, And they have five songs that I love to death. Of course, Death Blooms being one of them. Not Falling is the other one. <coughs> World Soul Cold is, of course, the other one. Um, like. Dig. That's the one I like. World, World Soul, Soul Cold. Cold. That, that kind of so such awesome fucking tune. That's it, dude. Uh, yeah, Dig. I finally got into Dig after a while. And then, of course, Happy, which is off Lost and Found. And I was trying to sit, like, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, how are they going to open this? Are they going to open with Dig, or are they going to close with Dig? You know, what are they going to open with? And they fucked me because they did the intro on LD50 before Dig. They played the intro on LD50, the first track, which I think is called Monolith. They played that, and the minute I heard that, I was like, they're opening with Dig. These fucking bastards, are you serious? And then all of a sudden, what do you know? They fucking come out with freaking... They open with Dig? No, no, no. I thought they were going to open with Dig because the first track they played is called Monolith, and that's what they played last night. And then all of a sudden, the curtain dropped, and they freaking came out with Not Falling. Nice. And I was just like, yeah! Like, I got it so into you it. Got and a then, fucking metal boner. Oh, hell yeah. And then they went from uh, Not Falling to... Um, uh, World Soul Cold, which I thought was kind of weird. I thought they would save that for like later in the Middle, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got to hear it. Still, fucking favorite song, one of them. And then of course they played um, uh, uh, Death Blooms, which I again fucking love. And then they ended with Dig, and then went right into Happy right afterwards. And I recorded that. It was uh, like seven minutes and like. 24 seconds <coughs> I think Let me see here real quick But yeah hearing hearing my five Favorite songs it was, it was Fucking phenomenal Chad Gray I gotta give the dude props Um especially in the music and show, It was almost eight minutes long For both songs it was like seven minutes And 54 seconds In the music industry I don't know if anybody knows this out there But in the music industry Um when you're paid to play, unless there's like some like big emergency or whatever, most of the time you have to play. They don't give a fuck if you're sick. 
that there was a story with Ozzy where he was, this was like when Ozzy was, um, I should say a little more healthier than he is now. And he was sick and he was at the gig and he was paid to play and he had to go out there and freaking play with a hundred degree temperature. So Chad Gray last night stated that he's been sick for a while, but because of us fans, he's still going out there and he's still performing and putting everything. I, I seriously thought he was going to lose his voice last night. He was freaking putting everything he can in, in, into performing. And that is an actual performer. When you can freaking do that when you're sick and you're still going out there, you're still screaming like a freaking nutcase. That is not, that is an absolute performer right there. And I give props to that man. Did such an amazing job. It was so fucking good to see Mudvayne. I hope to see them again. I really, I would love for them <clears throat> to come out with new material. They've been hinting at it, but nothing is set in stone. Their new album I heard, though, is to be called Dick Vane. Dick Vane. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dick again. Power. Dick Power is going to be the number. <laughs> Dick yeah, <laughs> that's his tour right now. He's on tour actually. <laughs> yeah, he's Dick on, Vane. Yeah, trying to escape uh, the rental car company. <laughs> yeah, on the, on the <laughs> that's the name of the tour. Trying to yeah. escape the rental car company. Trying to fucking Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> but no, nah, if this is Enterprise listening to this, he's on his way to Texas now. Okay, he went from Casper, Casper, Wyoming. <laughs> To Utah, to to, to uh, Texas, guys. So Enterprise, <laughs> if you're listening, that's where he's at. He's probably headed to Texas to clean you oil might, rigs. You might be able to catch him there. You might catch him in an oil rig, but chances are he didn't pass his drug test, so he's probably homeless <laughs> right now as we speak. He's homeless, and Snappy BT doesn't work in ca- uh, that state. Yeah. Only works in California. Yeah. So, yeah. Dumbass. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but, no, it, it, it was an absolute blast, especially hanging out with Zach and everything. So, definitely definitely would love to see Mudvayne again. Sounds like a good time, dude. I looked up YouTube uh, Mudvayne concert and looked pretty, like, pretty decent. Like, I wish I was into, I like, like I said, a few of their songs. I'm just not into right. the metal yelling shit like i don't know i could do a little bit of it but i can't do a lot well there, of it. There, there there's a lot of my friends refer to the the because the, there's again there, there's two different in a way there's two different styles of like scream <clears throat> of screaming so there's like mud vein um asley dying um kill switch right. arch enemy just just to name a few and then there's the ones that we refer to as the cookie monster growl which is like Cannibal Corpse, um, and that's honestly—I mean, there's—I know there's a lot more out there, but yeah. that's that's death metal. If I can't understand what you're saying, yeah, I'm not gonna listen to you. I got to be able to understand. I got to be able to hear some words, some vocals, something. If I just rah, 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 shit, I can't. I'm not gonna listen to you. Yeah, of course. So and and a lot of my friends refer to the bag the bands I listen to as death metal. It's like no, there's a huge difference between my style and death metal. Senor shit throat. <laughs> That's a- yeah, 
Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's there's a couple more concerts coming up in October. Uh Parkway Drive. I wanna say it's October sixth. I'll have to look it up again. And then of course the one band I would I would love to see. Bastards had to do it on fucking Halloween. Which is excuse me. Bullet for my Valentine. Mm-hmm. And it's uh Bullet for My Valentine, uh Mice and Men and oh Vended, which Vended is very fucking awesome. If you have not checked them out, I suggest to do so. It's uh Corey Taylor's son Griffin. <clears throat> Clown uh Sean Crane Clown from Slipknot, his son Simon is on the drums. And then they're uh three friends, two guitar players and a bass player. They are very, very, very good. Um I definitely would love to see that. I got to see what's going on with my local haunt that I'm going to be doing this year. Speaking of my local haunt, real quick, I'll plug this in. If you guys are interested, I believe we are opening October 13th. Uh, it's the first day. It's a Friday. Come down to, to Green Spot Farms in Mentone, California. Let me tell you this haunt. It is an absolute fucking blast. I had one of my buddy, one of my brothers come from L.A. last year. And he brought some people. He loved it so much that he's coming back this year and bringing even more people. And we're more affordable than Six Flags Fright Fest, Universal Studios, and Knott's Berry Farm. That's because you only have two things. Hey, we're still That's more why affordable. You're more affordable, like a couple of we're dollars. Still, hey. It's about the same price. Honestly, though, we, we, <laughs> we are good at what we do. It may be a uh, you know may it may seem kind of small and may seem kind of short, but man, we can pack houses on Friday nights and we get sold out. Yeah, so, well, then you pay more. Pay well, your performers. Technically, me, I do get paid, but I get paid peanuts under the table. No, I get no, I get paid under the table. Yeah, because I've been there for. I would have been there. I started in twenty nineteen. Was there in. I would have been there in 2020. Unfortunately, I had an accident. And then I went there in 2021. So I've been there since 2019. Make sure you hook it up with free shit. I know I get comp tickets, but I only get like three. Yeah, I think Brandon might work. I'm not 100%, but whatever. Well, last time I talked to him, he said he wasn't going to. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it. But just remember, keep your horns up, bitches. Later. <laughs>